is Digital Marketer. Hey, it's Marky Grass here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the President of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you need to be focused on to the cutting-edge tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Rosella Papale, who is the founder of Higgs Hub and actually a former doctor from Venezuela. So welcome. Thank you for the invitation. Happy to be here. <laughs> I'm very excited to have you. I've actually done some work in the healthcare branding field, and I know that you specialize in personal branding for doctors. So I thought today we kind of get into that, what it looks like for a doctor to be in personal branding, what you could do for them, and also just the whole process of getting somebody's name out there. Awesome. (laughs) So why don't we just start with kind of how you work with doctors and how you kind of got into helping that specific uh, industry? Well, that industry is like my industry too. I know doctors very well because I'm one of them, even I'm not practicing medicine right now. But that field is a little bit difficult to work with in the sense that you have to keep patients' privacy if you want to share information. The hospitals where you work may or may not allow you to record some stuff that you want to share with people about the procedures and all that. And also it's something that helps people to make doctors relatable. So we all think doctors are amazing people, but we don't feel they're as human as we are. So the branding part that we do is focused on that, on making doctors being relatable and they are approachable and they're open to questions and explain them, the patients, everything they need. So it's more like humanizing a little bit more the profession of being a doctor. I love that. And I think it's, well, people admire them so much. So they almost have this inbuilt branding already. Mm -hmm. People think, oh, doctor, that person is smart. They're accomplished. They make a lot of money. People have these (laughs) perceptions of doctors. How do you kind of make it unique for like an individual doctor to be special within their area for one, but also their niche if they're a pediatrician versus a esthetician or whatever esthetician right yeah for me it's very important to be different because there's a lot of people doing the same thing at the same time in the same place so one of the key things that we do is research and we try to make you be and look feel and look totally different from the other colleagues are doing the same each person has something that makes them special 
probably, I would say for me, I'm a nerd. I'm always learning. So that would be part of, you know, show to people that I'm always there with a book or making a course or whatever. There's other doctors that like a lot music. So they are specifically having fun with rock or pop. So we try to mix those elements into the branding of the doctors. So they show their personality through their personal brand and bring the attention to from the people that they can help. I love that concept of using music because like you said, it humanizes people, gives people something to latch on to. How do you present that? Is it the doctor dancing on TikTok or? (laughs) Well, I mean, on TikTok, you can find a lot of doctors doing content nowadays and they go into the trend of creating some videos, dancing or stuff just to get more track on their accounts. But basically is that if you can relate to a song, something that you're doing, like phrases that are part of that lyric to the content that you're doing, it's always good to keep that in mind. It takes a little bit of creativity and a lot of practice, but definitely you can do it. And it's not just with music. There's people that like go to the movies and maybe they can relate that, for example, to any specific disease and how patients get care from their families, because there's a lot of movies related to specific disease like Alzheimer's and other kind of conditions that affect the life of people. So it's a matter of finding what matches with that person and try to use it in a very relatable way because most people watch movies, most people listen to music, and that's a way that you can connect with them. I love that. So if they say they have their niche, a movie that they could reference, do you actually have them shoot the content themselves? Or do you actually go out and say, hey, we're going to have you say these things, and then I'm going to make the social media posts and whatnot? It depends. It works in different ways because there's people that want to have a little bit of control of what they do. So they prefer doing themselves, but I'm there kind of coaching them so they can do it themselves in the best way possible. If they want my help to schedule a time to record stuff or to actually do the planning for the content, that can definitely happen too. So it works both ways. It what makes them feel more comfortable because that's important. Either way, They have to be involved every step of the way. At least for me, that's key because when you're working with a personal brand, the one person that really knows themselves is themselves. (laughs) So you cannot work and create content without having them participating actively in that planning or content creation process. So how do you do that? Because doctors are busy. A lot of times they don't want to do anything on social or they, well, they obviously value it because they're coming to you to help them build their personal brands. But how do you actually get them to stop and give you the information you need to do the work? Well, usually what we try to do is to block time in their schedule to be as efficient as possible. So it would be having a meeting to plan, like we want to tackle these topics this month or this week. And then we plan in advance 
what we want to create. So we have one day of two or three hours to, if we need to do any videos of recordings or stuff like that, or if it's just written content, I will take care of all the copy, send them the copy for approval. And one of the things that I have advantage is that being a doctor, I know how to translate doctor to human mm, and nice. people will understand that because it will be a simple language or if we need to use a little bit more technical language i can do that too so it's a matter of planning and there's always one or two hours they can spare for that if they're really invested in that and the other thing that it's important for everybody that is creating content to promote themselves or their business is to understand where are you going to be posting so you don't have to be everywhere you have to choose which would be the platform that works best for you. So in the whole process that we do to create that brand, we evaluate what is their mission, their vision, how is their ideal client, because maybe there is an obstetrician that wants to focus only in fertility issues and that's a specific niche. Or maybe the other one wants to do like other kind of STDs or just pregnancies mm -hmm. or there are... OBGYNs that are now focusing on menopause because it's a very important topic. So it all depends, but it's what is going to help you define what you want to do and where you want to be. Oh, excellent. Well, I love the point of, of going into their niche because they're, yeah, you're right. You could go into one disease or one yeah. injury. It's contents. It could be unlimited. So do yeah. you try to nail them down to just that niche to say, hey, you're going to be the pregnancy doctor and that's who we're going to present you as? Yeah, it has to be a lot with their goals because here in the United States, there is this, how would you say that? Like Perception? No, it's like you can be in, in a very specialized market. So if you're a cardiologist, maybe you specialize in hypertension and mm -hmm. you will be a super specialist in that area. So there are doctors that do that. There are others that are a little bit more general and they have a wider scope of things that they take care of. But if they already know what they want to do, that's what we will do. If they want to be a little bit more general because they offer different things, that can be done too. It's a matter of organizing how that content is not going to be all mixed up and confusing mm -hmm. people. So maybe we can do a schedule like, I don't know, tomorrow we're going to speak about hypertension and how to prevent it and which are the symptoms and how to diagnose. Maybe next week we're going to do myocardial infractions, what we're going to do with that and how to prevent them and why it's important to take care of your diet. So most information from doctors has to be educational and kind of prevention of any conditions that are in the world. Because when you do prevention, it's not that they're not going to visit you, but they're going to know that what to do and just keep up with your recommendations and make sure they're well. And if something happens out of the norm, it's going to be easier to identify. Oh, love that. Providing people with good information so they become the authority that they will refer exactly. to once they need mm -hmm. the help. Oh, yes, that's really good. So in terms of the benefits of building your personal brand as a doctor, I know they could get more patients, maybe they're serving their existing market better. Do they also get other benefits like say speaking engagements for other doctor events or like what's the end effect or goal that a lot of them have? Yeah, building a personal brand, it's all about building reputation 
expertise and become that expert in the field. And one of the goals that many of these uh, people working in their personal brands is to be speakers, to write books. Obviously, one of the goals is to increase the income, but it all depends on how they work because if they work in groups, that might not translate into more money, but more patience for the office. It all depends, but definitely the personal brand can bring you more income, can bring you sponsorship opportunities, becoming the um, face for a brand, like mm-hmm. someone that you trust and use and know how they work. Maybe, I don't know, like... Board of advisor roles. Devices and- or portable, yeah. So... When you have a following, but not just a following because follower numbers sometimes do not relate with real value that you're offering. But if they know that you have been building a community, that you have been giving information, that you have been working towards being in congresses, giving your expertise in a specific topic, that you have become a speaker, that brings the attention of specific brands that will maybe offer you to be their boss. Ambassador or spokesperson. (laughs) (laughs) My brain goes faster than when I speak. So (laughs) sometimes I get those. No, and those are all excellent points because actually I have some doctor friends and I I talk about like, hey, are you going to be practicing for the rest of your life? And most of them will say like, no, I don't want to. I want to retire at some point. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you're going to need to. It's a hard career. You work very long hours because not just the patients, but you have to work in being up to date. And if you have family, you have to make the time for them. So it's a very dynamic lifestyle. Mm. But yeah, most doctors want to retire at some point in their lives and do something different. And I'm proof that doctors can do something different (laughs) with their lives. (laughs) So if they're thinking about opening businesses or doing something else, it's totally possible. And it's going to be successful because what happens is that being a doctor gives you a work ethic and tenacity that maybe other professionals won't have since that moment when you decide to become a doctor. So. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. That's awesome. So if somebody does want to say develop into a speaker, 
and write a book and, and do those other kind of info product type things. How often do you think they should post and what networks do you think are best for that scenario? For becoming a speaker and that part of the personal brand, I think you have to target other organizations that work with that. Any national association that creates these gatherings for doctors that are learning, like for younger doctors, residents, med students, like that would be universities, national associations, and all the organizations that bring education to people. So I would say that one of the best places to find that kind of organizations is LinkedIn. So you can engage with them there. You will have to prepare what it's called a media package. So you have there all your CV. If you have been a speaker somewhere else, your social media stats, how to get in touch with you. What's your topic of expertise? If you have done videos, podcasts, you have to add the links there. So in the process of getting there, you need to be actually committed to get out there. Not just your Mm -hmm. practice, but you have to make the time to be a guest in a podcast or create your own podcast or YouTube channel to educate people. If you want to, you have to choose if you want to educate your patients or if you want to educate other doctors, that's totally different too. But in the professional area, I would recommend 100% LinkedIn. And for patients and tractions for, for people, probably Instagram or TikTok would be the best. It depends on the age range that you're looking for your ideal client. But I opened an account on TikTok. I haven't posted. Actually, I have to post because I don't post on TikTok. But I wanted to understand why people like it so much. And it can be addictive. It's a black (laughs) hole. (laughs) It's a black hole. You can spend hours there. Because there's so many different things that you can see, you can learn, you can have fun. It's it's a mix of, of different things. And there are a few doctors there that I follow that are doing amazing things there. So it all mm-hmm. depends on what makes you feel comfortable. Uh, I love that. Well, there's actually one doctor. I think he's a surgeon. And he's he talks to himself as different types of doctor. Yep. That guy's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we'll post his name, but no, I think they could do. And that's the part, side about TikTok because I always argue with marketers even about like, you have to use TikTok. And once you do, you'll realize how awesome it is and you'll learn yeah. stuff. But especially with doctors, I imagine they'd be a little bit hesitant, mm-hmm. but they could kill it because they have like, well, like we started at the beginning, they have that inbuilt authority just because mm-hmm. of they're a doctor. So it's, yep. it's a great opportunity, but I do like how you define like the, the B2B focus versus the B2C focus where B2C mm-hmm. might be, here's what to do about your allergies this month yeah. versus B2B, which might be on LinkedIn and publishing a more professional, uh, I don't know what, a case study on, you know, oh, some yeah. condition. But we can never forget that we're talking to humans. There is this new concept that instead of B2B or B2C, it should be H to H because it's Mm -hmm. human to human. So even in the professional realm, you can use simple language to connect with people because probably the person that is going to get you as a speaker is not a doctor because it's part of an organization that has different uh, positions and they need to understand that you can speak to a specific audience. Obviously, if you're going to a Congress for an anesthesiologist, you can say whatever in technical language they should understand it. But to engage with people is always better to use simple language. Yeah. Mm. 
I like that. So then everybody can understand it. Everybody exactly. Can value yeah. They want from it. And if they want more information, they're, they're going to ask you questions and they're going to mm-hmm. dig deep in what they want to know. And then you can get as specific as possible. But simple and better. Simple is better. <laughs> I love that. So just in terms of the personal brand, so they're now active on social media. They got some LinkedIn going. They got their TikTok going. Do you recommend, because I actually came from website development, do you Mm -hmm. recommend they have a personal website as well as their practice website? Yes, because the website is one of the places where you can have more things about you that can make you look more human. I don't know if that's the best way to explain it. It's like when you have a website, you can have pictures of yourself. You can explain a little bit more about your history in a longer form. Why did you decide to become a doctor? Why did you decide to do that residency? What called you to do that? Because normally people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. So you can you can give more about more information about yourself to others about your hobbies, about what you like to do, what you don't like to do. If you have family, obviously you don't have to put it all there because we put we show people what we want them to know. Not everything has to be said, but then you can even write blog posts. The blogs are going to give you reputation and show your expertise. So you're going to show that you're an expert on your field and that can be targeted to patients or to other doctors, depending on what you want to do. But that is also some of the things that this speak engagements that you can get in the future, you know, take into account. Like they consider if you are posting blogs, if you have articles, scientific articles, which doctors do a lot, it helps you. It helps you a lot. And with the branding, you will show colors and images and pictures and stuff that you cannot show everywhere. So that definitely is a good asset to have as part of your personal brand. Love that. So in terms of just the content creation, whether long form for the website or short form for LinkedIn or TikTok or whatever the platform is, do you help them find their brand voice? Where Because we, we call it the character diamond where we're saying, hey, here's how you should talk. Are they funny? Are they serious? Are they technical? Yeah. And so on and so forth. Yeah. The voice of the brand, it's very important. And usually it's very well connected to the personality of the doctor. So if they're kind of funny, they try to write that way. Obviously, medicine is a very serious information. Like it's it's a serious feel. Everybody's like, oh my God, it's a doctor. What is she saying? Or he's saying. But that voice that only belongs to you, it's what's going to help you connect with people. Because sometimes... If you know that the doctor is funny, you know that when you go to the office to visit them for a problem, I mean, he's going to take care of you, but he's not going to be a stiff person, very serious. He's going to try to probably make some jokes to help you relax and make the visit more comfortable. In the other hand, if it's a person that it's very formal, that can be tweaked a little bit too, so it's not too formal. But I love to work with them and find the brand archetype too. So it's a mix of that and their personality. So usually doctors are caregivers. So the way that they should speak, it's showing that they care, which they do, but that personality has to shine somewhere there. So I help them to figure out what is the voice and the tone that they want to have when they write, even when they speak, because that's also part of it. If they want to wear like in a speaking engagement, like Mm. 
I don't know what I used to wear in my pictures, like a hot pink skirt or with a white shirt. That's part of the personality of that doctor. And that's awesome because it's not the regular type that, oh my gosh, she's wearing business formal for a speaking engagement. Mm -hmm. And there will be settings that would require that. But if it's not, you can be a little bit more, have a little bit more freedom on that. Mm. And so definitely personality and voice go together. That's super valuable advice because I think that that brand consistency where you're saying like, hey, if you're the funny casual guy, you shouldn't be showing up a business suit with your white coat on and looking all official. And the flip side is true too. You can't be super serious and be in a backward cap and a t-shirt. Yeah, (laughs) totally, totally. And that's important because when you go to visit a doctor, you always look at them with the white coat and everything very formal. So if they can see you in another way, a little bit more relaxed, more yourself, that's going to help you a lot. That's huge. So last question, just because I want to get, there is some technical aspects to posting in the healthcare industry. You have HIPAA compliance, you have ADA compliance, and then you have probably board guidelines for any individual area of expertise. How do you incorporate those aspects into, say, building out the brand and the website and the social posts so that they don't violate any any restrictions? Well, the most important thing is that we have to be aware of the information that we want to share. And I always include a disclaimer that it's information for educational purposes only, Mm. that we are not diagnosing anything. We are not recommending anything specific that this might be your case. If you want to know if this would work for you, you need to actually go and visit the doctor. There is information that it's very general, that it's like for prevention of any condition or something that it might be a general consensus of how to improve some area of your health. And those are just that recommendations, but always letting people know that this might or may not work for you. If you want to know more, you need to go and visit the doctor because the posting does not take away or substitutes the value of the medical visit. So it's important to let them know that we are educating you. This is risk factors, or this is how to improve this. So these are these recommendations, but this organization that are experts in the field. But if you need more information, you need to actually go and visit the doctor. And if there is an interesting case of a patient, you can kind of share that information without giving too much away, like they Mm -hmm. came for this and we tried this and they improved or this worked for them. So maybe if you feel like you're having this, 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 and that, you should visit a specialist so they can find the best solution for you. I like that. Just kind of generalize the case versus saying, John Smith is having some issues. (laughs) No, no. And I can tell you that my sister, she's a doctor too. (laughs) She lives in Brazil. Yeah, we are all doctors in the family, my parents and my sisters. Yeah, it was fun. (laughs) We actually had the opportunity to work together and it was very, very fun. But she's living in Brazil and there they are very strict with what they can post on social media. They cannot actually post before and after pictures. And she is an ENT and she does a lot of rhinoplasty and she cannot post about that. And it's very difficult because here you can do. So you can still keep your patients private and show people what you can do 
with specific procedures, with specific treatments. And that's more in making them aware the possibilities that they have to treat something specific, to improve how they look and how they feel, depending on the field that the doctor is involved. Well, I think this has been a ton of great tips. And I think doctors have a real opportunity to do whatever they want to do, but they got to do work. (laughs) or they need to go to somebody like you who could show them what to do next. So in that regard, where could people find out more about you or articles about this subject, all that kind of stuff? Well, they can find me on my website. It's hicks-hub.com or my personal Instagram, which is my last name and name together, Papale Rosela. And we also have the Instagram for the business, which is Hicks Hub. And you can DM me or send me an email or anything, and I'll be more than happy to help you and talk to you because usually it's a conversation, starts with a lot of questions. I guide them. And in the end, if they want to work with me, I'm more than happy to do so. If not, I can still, you know, be there as a consultant and help them and guide them to build their brands so they can be successful. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I think it's some extremely valuable advice and you're using your doctor education to help other doctors market, which I think is fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. And if anybody needs help in that area, doctor or any professional, I think should be doing this, including marketers. (laughs) Be sure to check out Rosella's stuff and we'll have to have you back on the show soon. I know we talked about doctors specifically, but I'm sure you have our wealth of knowledge in terms of personal branding itself. Yep. Anytime. I'll be happy to come back. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with that friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarket.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.